Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. This is episode 106, How to Create Habits That Last, part two. We are back with part two of this very cool series on habit formation. Teachers, I'm so glad you're here and let's get real. A lot of us use summer and the extended holiday to create a new habit, to try something new, to maybe return to an old habit that we want to pick back up that didn't work that first time. So I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so grateful that your ears are on this episode. It's going to be a good one because in this episode, you'll learn how environment, ease, and enjoyment can really help you create those lasting habits and a tool that I have for surfing any urge, how to feel an urge, how to let an urge be in your body. Extremely effective as a tool, especially if you want more body balance, if you want to eat differently, if you're experimenting with fasting. I know that my weight loss clients love this. In the last episode, I described how the gentle and powerful work of Stanford's Dr. Kelly McGonigal has inspired me both personally and professionally in my own habit formation. You guys, I always practice what I preach, so I'll come out of the habit closet and let everyone know that my habit creation is definitely around meditation. I want to create a 10-minute daily meditation practice for myself. So I'm using these exact same strategies that I'm talking to you all about in my own life to create more meditation for myself. And I have to say, this is just a personal note about my progress. My results are great, but they feel mixed. Why mixed? Because I'm using more of a gentle kindergartner growth mindset approach rather than a drill sergeant approach to my habit formation. I'm seeing the gold and the wins in just noticing when my meditation practice doesn't work and not beating myself up. That's my work. That's my win. It's not the woohoo, 100% perfectionism of my old self that would check off boxes to see and know if it's working and I had to be perfect. It's more of a not always perfect approach, but that is the goal. That is the win. This is the work. And I hope to pass that on to you today. Okay. As I said, I want to give you three tools. And again, this is based on Dr. McGonigal's work. This is from a mindset of kindergarten mind. And you have to be willing to have this kind of growth mindset instead of 
the willpower inner drill sergeant that's very rigid if you want to create lasting habits. If you just want to do a new habit for a week or two weeks, I believe you can stand on your head for a week or two weeks. But to really create something that is lasting, we have to have a gentle, compassionate approach. Okay, so what are the three E's? Environment, ease, and enjoyment. Let's first talk about environment. Environment is your external environment that can help you wake up your inner mind and remind you what you most want for yourself. What is the habit that you're working on? So for example, this is the post-it note approach that I know many of my amazing colleagues use. It works. If you are seeking more exercise in your life, this environmental approach is putting your running shoes or workout clothes on the toilet or next to the bed, setting yourself up for success to create that habit that you most want for yourself. For me in meditation, it is putting my meditation cushion out where I can see it right when I get up in the morning, going to the bathroom, grabbing my tea and heading straight there. Okay, so think about environment and what you might be able to use to support your new habit. The next one is ease. I also like to call this the 10 minute rule. What is an action that feels so easy that it only takes 10 minutes a day and supports your goal? If you can't devote 10 minutes to this new habit formation, then what do you need to shrink it to? Maybe it's one minute, maybe it's four minutes. If you are hoping to eat better, maybe it's just taking a mindful breath before that very first bite. You just take that first breath to remind yourself of what intention you want to set for your body, for your diet, for your weight, and then whatever happens after that happens. The third factor of this kindergarten mindset is enjoyment. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable. Maybe if you want to work out more, you're going to make a fun, dopamine-filled playlist during exercise to keep all of those endorphins high. Maybe you want to grab a fun friend. And instead of just having a normal coffee date with that friend as you would before, maybe now you're hiking and connecting. Maybe to get your cardio up, you're doing a new Zumba or aqua Zumba class. I just tried that. And it was so fun finding and learning the benefits of your new habit solidifies the habit formation in your brain. I love research and I love to research and I love to learn. And I think all educators are amazing students. So the more you can learn about the value or the amazing benefits of meditation. For me, it's that's my habit. I want to improve my meditation practice. I want to have a daily practice. So I look up how this connects my neural pathways, how this helps me create new pathways in my brain and be extremely neurally flexible. Again, having this growth mindset, this kindergarten mind, I think is the antidote to shame and failure or that voice in your head that says, see, you can't stick with a habit. It 
helps you understand even when your habit doesn't happen, it gives you a data point. You can learn from this entry point. For example, if my meditation doesn't happen that day, I think, okay, maybe I need to change up the time or maybe I need to change up something in my environment to set me up for greatness. Maybe I actually need to meditate with others or with a friend. This spirit of experimentation will really help you tweak when you need to tweak. So really see this new habit formation from kindergarten, scientific, lab coat, research mindset. Because all of these moments that we're learning from, instead, as I said, as seeing your fails as real fails, it's an opportunity for growth. And so when we don't shame ourselves and come from a place of curiosity, when we're able to see, oh, that was interesting. That was curious. I wonder why my habit didn't happen that day. I wonder why I ate that thing. Why didn't I work out? Maybe it's just a planning issue or a time issue. When we see our fails and catch them in the air, that is a success. That is a win. The final tool I want to talk about is surfing an urge or catching an urge. Of course, in this entire process, you're maybe not going to want to do the thing you want to do, or the potato chips are going to be calling to you. The monkey mind for me of not wanting to meditate is strong. It's very counterintuitive, but the process here is to lean into and surf the urge. Be with, be with, be with the urge. Can you just sit with that emotion and recognize it and say to yourself, oh, My skin feels like it wants to peel off if it doesn't have that chocolate bar. That's an urge. Oh, anxiety feels like little buzzy insects inside my brain. Oh, this is anxiety. Desire feels like burning in my chest. And I find as soon as I start looking at my emotions, as soon as I'm able to be with them, they break up. I find that they dissipate, that they are less intense. And maybe they're still with me for the rest of the day. And I can be with them. I can create a new patterning in my brain. I hope that the three E's of this experimentation, this mindset of kindergarten mind help. Don't forget to go back and listen to this again, but it's environment ease and enjoyment. Make your new habit fun. And this idea of really surfing the urge, really being with an emotion. Have an amazing week, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share teacher talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.